friends. Welcome to Life's a Dance, a podcast for the people who are looking to grow and learn. For those of us who want to be 1% better than we were the day before. I'm one of your hosts, Christina. And I'm Amy. We're here to share our life experiences with you in hopes you have an aha moment that will ignite that something special inside you. We are so happy you're here to go on this journey with us. So let's get started talking about all the stuff and the things. Ready? Hey friend, welcome back. Hello, hello. We're super excited you're here again. So as promised, today we are doing Enneagrams. And Hogwarts houses. Hogwarts, because we're, because we're, I mean, honestly, like, Hogwarts is, like, how, like, even more we got connected, because it was like, you like Harry Potter? I love Harry Potter. Did we just become best friends? We did. Really fast. It was, like, (laughs) instantaneous. And I think people who were like, ugh, they're such a Slytherin. You know, it's like a thing. Everybody (laughs) knows. You can totally tell. So... So, we we wanted, because the Enneagrams is a lot more in-depth, so of course we want to have a little fun. And we hope you guys, you know, took the test from last week. Yes. And how did it go for you? Like, let us know. Um, yes, send absolutely. Us, send us screenshots. Um, we can post those on our stories. We can, we would love to see what yeah. you guys have. And if that is what you really thought you were going to have, or if yeah, you if it expected it. Yeah, it was like surprised it, you. Yes. Yeah, because these. So we just talked about our enneagrams, and we're actually both kind of surprised. Yeah, because it's so. Last week, I told you that I wanted to be like a little more fun, (laughs) Um, and my enneagram, which is way more in depth, um, actually says like that I am a little bit more fun. I mean, I did say once I get to know people, like it is. But so, so I first heard. I think we both have the same here. I think I heard about it. The Enneagram test um, from Rachel Hollis. Mm-hmm. Is that you as well? So yeah. she talks a lot about it. And whenever she has guests on her show, on her podcast, she she talks about it with them. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I bet you would be a number whatever. And they're all numbers. And we have the descriptions here. And we'll go into a little uh, explanation of what they are or what they're called. Um, and they're broken down by three different categories. There's the heart category, the head category, and the body category. Um, so I'll just actually explain it since I'm here. Um, so type one is the perfectionist. Uh, type two is the giver. Three is the achiever. Four is the individualist. And five, the investigator. Six is the skeptic. Seven is the enthusiast. Eight is the challenger. And nine is the peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what did you think you were going to be? To be a hundred percent honest, I like you didn't, know. didn't even. This yeah. was definitely like something new. Obviously, like I've heard Rachel talk about it before, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, I should do it." Um, but then would like sit down to do it, and I was like, "Okay, I have, like other like other things I need to take care of right now." <laughs> Usually, it's a toddler, so the questions are a little more in depth. Absolutely, it does take a bit more time. So when you when you do go to take it, very much like. Um, I think like 10 minutes. Yeah. I don't remember how many questions there were, but they, they ask you kind of on a scale. Do you agree with the statement or do you not? And there's like Mm -hmm. five dots and you like extremely agree or don't agree. You know, one of those kind of tests, but it calculates the whole damn thing. And then the good part about this test is that we got our full result results Mm -hmm. of our percentage of all nine numbers, which is really cool. And this one's free as well. Like we had told you. Um, last week, the color personalities, um, 
was free to a point. Right. But, yeah, so, um... Well, there's a paid version of this you could do. Oh, it probably would go in, and there's, like, I've had things now pop up on my Instagram, like, <laughs> Enneagram coaching. Like, this is a very, like, ser- it's it really could be something, like, if you are a business owner or a manager, um, anything in that, like, trying to run any sort of team, it would be something that actually would make, um, tasking, I guess, would be the way to describe it easier. Right. Yeah. Like to like dictate who does what, you know, because then you'd find people's like strong suits. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it actually, now that you said that, I think it'd be awesome for like offices to do that for yes. people who all have to work in close proximity with each other. Agreed. Because then you can kind of get a little bit of an understanding of why did you act like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or just a reaction from different people. Um, so- and the crazy thing is, is that we have the exact same... Yeah, our top... So, we were going to just talk about the top two, but then the third one is what makes it... A little more a interesting. A little different. So, what was your number one? My highest percentage was number seven, which is the enthusiast, which is the fun-loving kind of one, which is yours, right? Yes, it's, and I also got... I, got, I also got 98% on that one. Um, which is also funny because last week I was like, oh, I want to be more fun. <laughs> Maybe in a week you decided Maybe you wanted to. Maybe I just <laughs> changed that quickly. Yeah. Um, and then so then my number two, uh, so my top one, which actually really close because my number one, the enthusiast, was 98%. And then I was very close with a 94 and a 95. So these, I think, have a big um, impact on me. So my number two is the achiever and number three is the... Or, it is they're listed as the number two and number three but my personal second is the achiever and my third is the giver and those are super close um and those are both um heart types yes so that makes it makes a lot of sense to me so in mine mine is number my top one like i said was number seven at 98 percent which is the enthusiast um number three was my second highest which is the achiever at 87 percent and then my third highest at 86% was number eight. Which is the challenger. Which that's all, every single one of those. Yeah. Is definitely, but I actually would have thought, I must have been also in a really good mood when I was doing it. <laughs> like maybe that's something like. Right. To um, have such a high percentage of enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. The questions were also though kind of like. Um, do you get excited to go do new things mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Which I feel like, yes. Yeah. As I mentioned last week, though, I want them planned. <laughs> and I very much, I'm like, let's, we'll have a general idea. This is where we're going to be. And then from there, let's figure it out. Right. Yeah, no. And there's Christine and crazy. A little bit. But we understand these things about each other. And so <laughs> we've been friends for so long. So I think that's really cool. I think this is a cool test um, to kind of break down your, you know, a little bit more in depth of your personality with your goals in life. It did ask a a lot about future goals, like where Mm -hmm. you see yourself um, going. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool if partners did it. It would Um, be. So therefore you can kind of see like, hey, do we have the same, you know, aspect of our really more in-depth 
deep, you know, achievement goals. and Well, and I think all of these intertwine with each other because they're all going to, um, like, tasking things out. Which nobody really, like, in relationships, you don't really want to task things out. It does make things very mundane. And it's like, oh, well, your responsibility is this and your resp- and my responsibility is that. But really, like, in the big picture, if everybody knows, like, where they're going to be and what they're going to do and if things have to change in communicating it, it it just makes that easier. Absolutely. So, um... We have, I think over the past mostly two or three years, have really been working on growing. Mm-hmm. And these little things that we've done and learned have, I think, really helped that. I think I heard someone say the other day through an Oprah podcast mm-hmm. um, that you're either growing or you're declining. Like, there's no, like, stay stagnant and just be mundane. You you have to continue to push and grow, whether it's just growing yourself, growing as a couple, growing and learning, you know, individually in your office. Mm-hmm. I remember cooks, because I used to cook forever, is like, I leave a job when I've learned everything there is to learn and then go to the next place. Mm-hmm. And, and I grew up with that. Right. Uh, my pompo which was, is my mom's, my mom's dad, my pompo would, um, he would always tell us that, that exact thing, but it was, if you're either learning or you're dying and instead of declining, which is very true. And, and even like for him specifically, we lost him a couple years ago now, but, um, he literally like, he literally, literally ran Every single day until, like, the day before he went into the hospital and then the day after he passed away. Right. Um, he was always doing something to better himself, whether right. it was lifting weights or learning. Like, he had a whiteboard that had, because <laughs> he was a forensic physicist, like, the man was brilliant. And he had a had a whiteboard that he would write on or he would doodle, like, um not algorithms, um, formulas on paper, on napkins Uh at restaurants. Like the man was constantly. And so it's that whole, um, even my dad's like this. Yeah, that is Actually, he carries, he calls Because your mom married someone like her dad. dad. (laughs) Yeah. And so my dad carries around, he calls it his brain and it's literally like a little like notebook thing. Right. That he writes his ideas in, and my brother has his hands. Obviously, <laughs> it's genetic. Right. Um, well, I guess my dad's not genes, but still. Um, but it's, it is very true, and, and it doesn't matter. Like, you can be learning something. It, do, it doesn't, don't limit yourself to, like, schooling when you're Right. I mean, something. we listen to books on finance. We listen to books on growth. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, books of... Of one of the best books I read last year was called Educated by Tara something that I can't mm-hmm. remember her last name right now. But it was awesome. Just her story just impacted me and made me think about things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And so it was just just continuously growing as a person. And so that's all we're trying to do here is just give you a different little fun little um 
aspects and directions to go that something you and your partner you and your sibling you and your um, parent uh, co-workers all can mm-hmm. do to just learn a little more mm-hmm. absolutely so there is one more point I do want to actually make to go into that and then we can have a little bit of fun with with our houses is um, there is a very fine line between excitement and fear excitement and fear feel and I've actually and I've had to learn this because I always feel like it's fear Mm -hmm. but um excitement and fear have a very similar feeling like in your gut and in your like mind and you get like like I get like 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 jittery I mm-hmm. guess, like, I get, like, this, like, energy, like, in my body, and I'm, Boost like... Boost of adrenaline. Oh, my gosh! Yeah, either way, you're gonna get that adrenaline. Either way. Yeah. So, the difference between fear and and excitement is the action. Wow, yeah. And so, if you can act on it, and, and even, too, like, this morning was... Um, we actually talked about this in our journaling Zoom this morning was... Um, you ask... You ask whether you believe in God or a higher power or the cosmos, whatever it is that that you feel, you ask for like guidance on something, but then when you are in that situation, it's it's the action, like take that action. Right. And a really cool um this is my last thought on it. <laughs> the, the a really cool thing I actually learned this listening to um, Mel Robbins TED talk okay. is um, and she calls it the five second rule okay and so she literally like she was going through a really crazy hard time and she got to a point where she was suffering with depression and major anxiety and she lost jobs and she was just in a really hard place and she needed to make a change and she knew in her head that she needed to and so it was either stay laying in your bed in fear or put action behind it and and run into that excitement and so she she says five four three two one and make the and then go make and it do what like at that do point. what it is yeah. so if you're laying in bed if you're like me and you're a snoozer then you the second your alarm goes off if you press snooze fine but five four three two one and get up yeah, and, and do what you need to. If it means going for a walk, if it means journaling, if it means getting up and making your coffee, jumping the sh- whatever it is, but put action in it. Don't sit in the fear because then you make a decision in in fear, then you make another decision in fear, and another. Yeah, it's a and it's a effect. lot harder to get out of those decisions than it is to get out of a decision made out of excitement. That's so, awesome. That's um, really good. It was just, and it, and it came around again this morning, um, and I was like, oh, I gotta talk about that. It's good to have those aha moments. That's exactly yeah, what we're here for. That's so cool. So I hope that helps you guys out. Absolutely. I think it will. I mean, I hadn't heard that before, and I yeah. think it's great. Oh, I'm not a snoozer, though. I don't press snooze ever. I'm a snoozer. <laughs> the alarm goes off, I'm up. But I also have dogs that are like, hi, feed me, take me when I gotta pee. Nope, my dog's like... <laughs> sleep yep like you're fine (laughs) okay friends so there's four hogwarts houses (laughs) let me give you our basic description we have gryffindor oh oh how did you get into harry potter oh okay so harry potter came out 
the first book. Is it 98? I think I was. No, not that. No, I think it was like, I was in high school. I was, I was in high school in 99. So. Right. So you, I was in high school in, from, well, basically like end of 2000 and graduated in 2004. So, so my sister actually got, I think my dad bought my sister the first book. Mm-hmm. I still have that first book. Okay. With her name on it. Oh, funny. Then she stopped. I think she made it to the second one and she stopped reading them. Okay. I don't know for what reason. It just wasn't her jam. Yeah. I don't know. Um, And so then I started reading them. And I had remember there was already like classmates doing projects on this is how you play Quidditch with (laughs) with all the balls and the rules and everything. And I hadn't even read it yet. So um, I truthfully don't know how I did Mm -hmm. but then my dad started reading them also and so then we would I remember there was a big bookstore in California where we grew up and you would you would pre-order the book and we would go wait Mm -hmm. there were people dressed up we didn't do that but um we would go get it and I remember we have two copies actually because at one point my dad moved here to New Mexico and I still lived in California and the books came out when we lived in, in separate, separate states. states. And so then we both got it and then we both read it and then would talk about it. So I think one, it's a, it's a magical land that you immerse yourself into. Mm-hmm. Agreed. A hundred percent. And then you, you, you resonate with all the characters, um, in it. And I think also it was a really cool you know, such, you know, like bonding experience with yeah. my dad. So then whenever all the movies came out, we went and saw all the movies together, which of course now I own all of them. Yeah. And I remember one time, one of the, the very last one I think came out and you went with me and my dad. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could have been here. It would have had to have been. So, so I got into it cause I actually did a before and after school program. Oh, okay. And so the fifth grade kids were, were reading the books and the so you were an instructor at a I was yes okay okay and um and so the kids were reading the books and talking and they would sit like in their little group and they would talk about it and the movie Sorcerer's Stone was getting ready to come out and and so I wanted to be able to have a conversation with them I wanted to be able to relate to them and so that's how I started reading them that's awesome that's I mean that's it and then the movies came out so I went and saw the movies and then my brother started dating his um, his girlfriend, who is now his wife. So my sister in law was is really into Harry Potter, yeah, and so awesome. we would have like Harry Potter parties <laughs> when the movies would come out. I remember ordering the books, um, like mm-hmm. presale, mm-hmm. and and so it was just it was originally just my way to connect to the kids. Which was awesome that you did that first off. Oh, thanks. (laughs) And then it turned into something so much more to the point where when I turned 30. Yeah. You guys threw me a Harry Potter, like nerdy 30 birthday party where you made wands. Yep. You made like golden snitches out of little Ferrero Ferrero (laughs) shish. If that's how you say it. Um, There was a Harry Potter cake made by my pastry like baking chef that I had in culinary school at her bakery which is mm-hmm. amazing she used hand like well so like sewing machine I sewed, sewed scarves for everyone <laughs> everyone at the party you made 
What? You made glasses out of, what is that stuff called? Pipe? Pipe cleaners. Pipe cleaners. <laughs> and then everybody, your mom got me Harry Potter sheets mm-hmm. for my bed. Um, like, I got Harry Potter adult coloring books. We definitely went overboard. <laughs> it was I mean, so much fun. The 30th birthday, I mean, that's when you're going to do it, right? I know. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. Oh, it was I the best ice thing. skating. Yeah, it was a good time. But yeah, so I was just curious, because I, I think I've asked you that before, but then I was like... Well, how did we get into this? So it'd be fun too to hear like how you guys got it, how you got into it. If you are a Harry well, Potter fan, a Harry Potter fan, right? If okay, not. so let's let me okay, get the description here. No, 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 that was fun. Okay, so we've got Gryffindor. So they are um, brave, daring, confident, courageous. Then we've got Hufflepuff, loyal, tolerant, patient, hardworking, friendly, and dedicated. Mm-hmm. Um, Ravenclaw, wisdom, intelligent, clever, sharp-minded, logical, creative. And then we have Slytherin, cunning, determined, ambitious, resourceful, innovative, and accomplished. So I took the test actually probably, I want to say over five years ago, Mm -hmm. and I got Gryffindor. I retook the test and I changed. Did you? Yeah. What's your, what house are you? I'm a Ravenclaw. Can you switch houses? <laughs> I don't know. Because I also feel like back then, I think I answered the question like you were wanting, <laughs> wanting to be in Gryffindor. So mm-hmm. I think I answered them directed towards that. And this time, I really put all of that aside. Yeah. And, uh, answered from answered, your heart. Yeah. <laughs> from my heart. Um, and so then I became a Ravenclaw. Which is a little... So I have taken weird. the test twice um, years ago whenever they came out with the whole Harry Potter Club Which thing. you can find on Pottermore. Yes. <laughs> <dot> com. <laughs> which is a fantastic it's, website it's for so all things. It's so much fun. You can get your Patronus and everything. It's fantastic. You can also get... Um, you can also get sorted into the houses of the America... American... Is, like... Hogwarts, which yeah. it's not called Hogwarts, the, but there's an American school, school, um, and they have houses, mm-hmm. and you can also do that too. I haven't done theirs. I did that, but it was a long time ago. But which, of course, come out with because of uh, Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. which is really good too. Which is awesome. So, um, so I the both both times that I've taken, I've been in Gryffindor. Well, then time. it's true and true. <laughs> it's from my heart. That was fun, though. Yeah. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this and that it kind of opened up a little bit of of fun for you guys, but yeah. also like in your mind. And I do hope you do take the time to take the Enneagram test and we'll put the link in the show notes for that as well. But um, just remember that whatever things that are happening, um, you get to choose whether they're like they're good or bad. And, and we're always here, like, if you need it. Absolutely. And also just, if you understand the person that you're with, your, like we say over their partner, your sibling, your parents, your coworkers, um, then you can have a little bit of grace with, you know, the way that they hold themselves or act or Mm, um, their personalities because everyone's not the same. Yeah. You, you can't act and think that someone else is going to have the same reaction that you would. That's mm-hmm. what makes this world beautiful. So true. Yeah. So, so 
so go take those tests. Let us know what you think. And then uh, we'll be back next time, hopefully with a really fun, exciting interview for you guys. Yes. Awesome, guys. See ya. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Click subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. We'd also love it if you'd share, rate, and review. You can find us on Instagram at Life's a Dance Podcast, and you can email us at Life's a Dance Podcast at gmail.com for any sort of suggestions, ideas, and people you'd like to hear from. It means the world to us that you did take the time to listen today, and we appreciate every single one of you. We hope that this challenges you to go out and reach for that 1% more.